You spend the first hour of your vacation at the luggage carousel, thinking there's nowhere to go but up. But there is a place to go but up, because when you open your suitcase, you find it filled with dolls. Dolls like the ones in that movie that scared you so much you wet your girlfriend's bed. Ah, Marissa, the one that got away. You return the bag to the airport with relief. It lasts until you get back to your room, where a fallen doll waits to greet you. Don't let a suitcase full of dolls ruin your vacation. Go on a real vacation. GoRVing.com <laughs> I just blindfolded them. I just put a muzzle on them. <laughs> what, what kind of laugh is that? Prince Philip's laugh. <laughs> I, I just... I just locked them in their homes for a year and, and gaslit them with mass media terror campaigns. <laughs> oh, hello, bigots. Look at all you bigots. You guys are so happy to see me. You guys are so happy to see me. But you still haven't hit the thumbs up, half of you bigots in the chat. You guys gotta share this too, because you know YouTube will not be sharing it. What's up, guys? We got the mod squad. We got the loyal mod squad in the chat. We got exposing powerful lies. Live streams. Longest freaking name. Could you think of a longer name? I'm just gonna call you mod number seven. Because it's shorter than exposing powerful lies, live streams, wrench. This is so long. Aaron Burroughs, a.k.a. Aaron the big black dude who gave me my black card several months ago. I haven't even been using it because I don't know. I don't know if YouTube really understands that I am, according to Aaron the big black dude, I have that. I got that black card. Um, but I don't know. Uh, it seems like YouTube does know that I'm trans-vegan. YouTube's a bunch of transphobes. Bunch of transphobes running YouTube. What's up with that? What's up with that? Look at all you bigots, though. Look at all you bigots in the chat. It's actually it's getting a little cold here. I'm gonna grab a grab a little shirt here. Grabbing a little shirt here. Look at that. There's a shirt. I'm gonna layer up. I'm gonna layer up, you bigots. Look at Aaron. Aaron's actually. It seems like Aaron might be mad at me. Aaron's now trying to get me banned. Trying to get me kicked off of YouTube now. He's mad at me for putting him on timeout earlier. I'm just playing with you, Aaron. I'm just playing with you, Aaron. It's not, a, it's not a live stream unless I have Aaron in the chat three minutes after my projected start time complaining that I haven't started yet. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, it's, it's been well, it's been like a week, right? Was it last Saturday? Almost a week. Six days since the last live stream. Uh, we got so much going on. We got so much going on. America is healing with two E's. America is healing. The world is rejoicing. Papa Biden. Papa Biden has come home. And he's brought America back into the game. America's back, everybody. America is back. Science is back. Right? Get doc Dr. Fauci is back. Yes! Yes! Dr. Fauci! <laughs> Bill Gates' little little Jesuit goblin buddy, Dr. Fauci, is back. Back in the driver's seat. Science is back. Tolerance is here. 
Unity is the word of the week. We have to unify. Okay? We will be unifying. We will, it's going to be mandatory. It's going to be mandatory. But we will unify. Right? Um, here we go. Where, where are we at? Where are we at? Let me pull up. Here we go. I'm going to start out with a little... A little bit of the good news. There's always there's so much good news. There's so much there's so much good happening in the United States. Uh, finally, Orange Man is gone. The terrible scourge of the earth, who was just ruining everybody's lives for the last four years, um, he's gone. And Big Daddy Biden is back. Right, uh, career politician Joseph R. Biden, who's been in government for like forty something years. He's here and he's going to change the government. He's, he's here to change it. He's been in it for like 40-something years already. But this time, this time it's different. America needed to heal. And Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and their buddy, Joe Biden, are here to help them. That's racism, man. They're here to help us heal. What? We got some super chats. Let me read a couple of these super chats before we talk about the healing of the nation. The healing of America with two E's. Uh, you guys, hey, best way to send the uh, support for the stream. Remember, you get zero support from YouTube. All these videos get freaking demonetized. Who knows how long this channel will actually be here? All right? The only way that this channel stays alive is if you guys share the videos, if you guys hit the thumbs up, and if you guys support it. So please don't do don't send your support via the uh, super chats. A third of that goes to YouTube. Mm, mm, screw you, YouTube. Yeah, we don't want to support size. YouTube. The best well, way to support. I'm far bigger and far stronger than you. Thank you, Hench. Thank you for reminding me. The best way to support guys is not like these three bigots who I thank them for their support. It's not the way that William, Aaron, and Blubbersphere have all just supported. I do appreciate you guys' support, by the way. But the best way is not through the super chats on YouTube. The best way is through the link that I'm about to put up in the chat right now, the Streamlabs link. There we go. That's the way to support it. Thank you, guys. All right, so we got Blubber Sphere donated 10 Aussies through super chat. How you doing over there, Blubber Sphere? Blubber Sphere, you must be doing all right over in Australia. I, I haven't actually checked in on the situation for you Aussies in a little bit. It seems like it's been a mess for the last nine months, but uh, I have heard that the lockdown and restrictions have slightly eased have slightly eased but i'm not sure but thank you very much blubbersphere didn't even say anything just donated 10 through super chat thank you very much blubbersphere appreciate that aaron burrows what's up aaron my mod squad sending three bucks through super chat it says start the stream start the stream labs cascade food stamps <laughs> food stamps for all yeah yeah you guys uh thank you guys for the support william kareen also uh sending 10 through super chat Remember, the best way to support, thank you very much, William Kareen. I appreciate that. I hope all's well with you and your, uh, your lovely family. And uh, thank you guys for the support. Best way to support is Streamlabs, not Super Chats through YouTube, because then that goes to YouTube. Send it through Streamlabs. And you guys, keep, keep that chat YouTube-friendly as well. Some of you edgelords in there. you got to understand, we're, trying to, we're not trying to get kicked off of YouTube because we got Spurs in the chat. So be nice. Be nice to the channel here. Don't be idiots. Uh, Andrew Scarborough is in the chat. What's up, Andrew? Says, depends on where you are in Australia. My brother lives in Sydney, and it seems pretty great compared to here. That's good, man. I'm sorry to hear it. Sounds like you must be back in the UK. Um, I uh, Get out of there. Get out of the UK. 
Get out of the UK. Yeah, I don't know if you saw um, it. Uh, um, uh, 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 it's all about pelvic blood flow. You get inadequate clitoral engorgement. Oh, goodness. Um, the, the king uh, of the coomers. Which, um, uh, Dr. Gregor. Uh, uh, lubricant can be useful. Dr. Gregor, you are what a coomer. He's <laughs> like, he's the penultimate coomer. If if only his beard was like scraggly and red, he would be he would be the epitome of of coomer. Um, exposing powerful lies. What's up, dude? Exposing powerful lies. Excuse me, I forgot your last name. Exposing powerful lies live streams. Thank you very much for the support, dude. Said in 10, 10 bucks through the stream labs, which is the best way to go. Says I expect this to go directly to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Much love and God bless. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Glad you're doing well, dude. Uh, Exposing powerful lies. Live streams. He called in a few months ago, and we're, we're hyped on it. We're proud of you, man. He's been, I mean, unless things have changed, he's been, since the night he called in, he's been sober off of them, off them opioids. Off of them opioids. Well, not even opioids, just the... It was even he was even doing the natural opioids, yeah, straight up sober, confirmed, clean and serene. That's right, man. He wasn't up on that hopium. He got up off that hopium. He knows, he knows there's no hopium in the politics, and he's got off the he got off the opium. So I'm I'm excited for you, dude. I'm excited for you. So thank you guys for the support. Hey, if you guys like these streams, share them, like them, and support them via Streamlabs. Mandatory Streamlabs support from you guys. Or the, uh, the climate will not stop changing. And that's a promise. Okay? All right, let me pull this. Where'd my window go? Where'd my window go? Here we go. America is healing. America is healing. Joseph R. Biden has named this lovely woman. This woman. Okay? Bigots in the chat. Okay, I know. I know a lot of you. I know you're. You're sitting. You, some of you are itching to crack a joke. This is not a fucking joke. Okay. This woman, formerly the lead singer of Dinosaur Junior, uh, Jay Mascus, is now the what is it like the health czar? What do you call it? The health, the minister of uh, <laughs> the minister of health, the minister of big pharma propaganda. All right, so we got we got diversity back in the game, right? Uh, women's empowerment, women's liberation continues. Okay, so represent represent for the represent the female persuasion. This dude is now is now the health minister. So we want to go ahead and thank Papa Joe, Papa Joe Biden, for helping the healing of America. The healing of America, and not only one miracle, not only one secular miracle has occurred, but yet another miracle has also been confirmed. I'll make this window a little bit bigger. Another miracle has also been confirmed. Coronavirus, which just a few days ago on January 19th, had accelerating death rates, surging, surging. It was it was surging. Surging! Who's <sighs> surging like the blood up in my face right now? Surging! It was surging, it was frothing at the mouth! 
mutant strains, right? Surging mutant strains of coronavirus attacking the elderly, the young, babies, women, women with penises, yeah? For you bigots out there, I don't think women can have a ding-dong. Ding-dong! It's 2021. Real women have ding-dongs, you ding-dong. Goodness, just disgust me. Freaking sicken me. Death rates were surging. I know what you're thinking. I see you guys in the chat. Death rates surging, NPR. As death rate accelerates, U.S. records 400,000 lives lost to the coronavirus. 400,000. 400,000. Now, just two days later, two days later, NPR, current deadly U.S. coronavirus surge has peaked. It's peaked. Researchers say the surge is ending. The surge is ending. Right? Now, that's just two days. Two days into the new administration from our totally legitimate, completely legitimately elected Real president, not, not some puppet, not some pederast puppet. No, completely, legitimately elected by the people, by we the people, by me the people, by the people who put the pee pee in the poo poo, which is good because it's 2021, huh? A women, a man and a woman, a man and a woman are now in charge, okay? Those are just social constructs anyways. But you know what? First woman, black, vice president. Yeah? Camel Toe Harris. In the driver's seat. Yeah? First, first 78-year-old Alzheimer patient, President Joseph R. Biden. Yeah? In the cockpit. Excuse me. In the... I need a non-gendered term for cockpit. In the gender non-binary driving pit. Yeah? That's better. Not the cockpit. I'm learning too. I make mistakes. Okay? Yeah? We're back. America's back. They're, they're, they're steering the ship. They're running the show. Run the show. CNN also recognizes the greatness of this moment, this historical moment. Contrast on display tonight was so stark. I mean, those lights that are that are just shooting out from the Lincoln Memorial uh, along the reflecting pool. It, I look. It's like almost extensions of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. It was a moment where the new it's president exactly right. came to town. And sort of convened the country us. in this moment of remembrance, uh, outstretching us. his arms. Look at that. The, the, the totally legitimate news organization, CNN. They understand. They understand. Joe Biden's arms stretching out like pillars of light to embrace us, the people, the real human beings who voted for him in the legitimate election, in the legitimate democracy. That is America. <laughs> legitimate, the legitimate democracy. Excuse me for laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm happy. I'm, la I'm holding back tears of joy. Okay, The legitimate democracy of the United States 
of America being embraced by the arms of the pillars of light extending from Joe Biden and his first Indian, the first Indian woman to be the vice president of the United States of America, trans black woman Kamala Harris, okay? Now he embraced America and I'm not the only one who's happy. We have Duke Mowerman. Duke Mowerman is also happy. Look at that face. Duke Mowerman. He took a break from... Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. He took a break from, from, from uh, Chris Hansen's To Catch a Predator. <laughs> he took a break from, from appearing in Chris Hansen's To Catch a Predator to, be, to photograph himself with tears of joy. I'm effing crying my eyes out right now. I can't stop. Oh my, do we need this? Let's do this, America. Thank you, at Joe Biden and at Camelto Harris. Tears, okay? Tears of joy. This is a man who suffered, okay? This is a man who suffered through bigotry, racism, th- all those things. The things that, what does Trump stand for, okay? All bad stuff, bad things. All the bad things that Trump did, right? Pulling troops out of Iraq, being orange, disgusting, right? Like the intolerance, the intolerance that he brought to America, this guy survived it. He survived all of Trump's hate crimes. And here he is, standing strong, tears of joy, tears of rapture. William Kareem, William Kareem, thank you, dude. I mean, I didn't know. Uh oh, no. Greg, Dr. Gregor Coomer uh, notification does annoy me now, it's too long. But he's, he was so funny when I first made it, but now it's too long. Shut up, Dr. Gregor. Uh, William Kareen, thank you, man. He donated five bucks via uh, donated five bucks via Streamlabs, which is the best way. He says, I need to be validated by your pardon. Yes, my, I, you were pardoned for, is, what are you pardoned for being, were you thinking bigoted thoughts when I was talking about our new president and vice president? Were you, were you thinking bigoted thoughts and you need to be pardoned? It's okay. It's okay. Or was this like a climate crime? Um, but thank you very much. I appreciate that. Guys, the best way to support Streamlabs. Streamlabs. Okay, please please don't take the streams for granted, y'all. We need your support. We get done from YouTube. We're only supported by the viewers. And some of the viewers that do come through and support, thank you guys. You're the reasons these streams keep happening. And also Duke Mowerman here is the reason. We got Be- Melanie Benjamin. Melanie Benjamin, check mark, right? She's an essential. She's an essential. Quoting her, no more waking at 3 a.m. full of existential dread. Tonight we sleep like, like we used to when we were five. And we fell asleep in the back seat of the car knowing that dad was in charge and nothing bad could happen. Good night, America. That is from the 21st. That was from, what was that? The yesterday. 21st of January. A historic day. Right, Daddy's in the driver's seat now. Bad dad, gone. Orange man, gone. Okay, All the problems that America ever had, gone, right? No problems anymore. It's all good. It's all good. No more waking up at 3 a.m. full of existential dread. Tonight we sleep like we used to when we were five and we fell asleep in the backseat of the car knowing that dad was in charge and nothing bad could happen. Nothing bad could happen. There we go. Thank you very much. She is uh, Melanie Benjamin. She knows. She knows that America's healing. We've got another 
we got another. <laughs> no, all right. Now this one, this one might actually be satire. I like this one though. This one, this one sums up my generation right here. I guess maybe this guy's a little bit younger. He might be. He might be of the of the Zoomer persuasion. Going by his his very sparse Coomer red <laughs> beardness. Uh, we got mugs over here. America got a huge buff today. Patch notes below. Dignity plus one hundred percent. Racism minus one hundred percent. Introduced a new feature called science. Removed lying from the game as it felt too effective. Added a tool called hope and ramp up character morale. Made future a bit brighter. Actually, I don't. Now that I read this, I don't think this is satire. I think this dude legit made this post. So that's there we go. We got vegan gains viewer mugs here. This is. Do you guys feel the heat? You feel the warmth, the warmth from the from the burning embers, the burning ashes of anti-science zealotry, bigotry. You feel that? I feel it. I feel it. Thank you very much, Mugs. I I'm very happy. We got Joe Biden. America is back. If you believe oh. that you are being gaslighted, then speak. <laughs> Good. Come on, speak yeah. to someone. I think some of us have been gaslit. The vegan community. I think some of us have been gaslit, haven't we? Maybe a few of us. Um, here we go. Joe Biden, America is back. America is back. As an American convoy of 40 trucks and armored vehicles enter Syria from Iraq. We got legit one day, one day into the new administration. Biden reversing Trump's troop withdrawal in Syria. According to Syria state news agency Sana, they're reporting a large convoy of American trucks, armored vehicles, and helicopters entered Syria yesterday. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, there we go. And we got some super chats on John Connor. John Connor is very excited for the healing of America. Donated five bucks. When do you think they will legalize uh, bad things happening with children? That's, yeah. Um, I don't want to read that because that just sounds so disgusting. Like it's just whole, whole. I don't know. Some things. Some things I don't even like to say. They're so terrible, right? The things that these people do to children are so horrible. But when do you think that'll be legalized? When it, when will it be mandatory? I guess, right? Um, you've already got the first day an executive order. Joseph R. Biden for the healing of the nation has already destroyed women's sports. Right? Women's sports, all done, all done. Now, at me as a trans vegan. As a trans vegan, and also I'm a woman too, so I'm a woman, and I can compete against any woman, right? I can compete against women now, um, so I'm gonna be challenging. I'll be challenging any any women in the chat right now. If you disagree with me, I challenge you to an MMA match. And as a woman, I can do that now. <laughs> I can I can uh, I can challenge you to an MMA match. I can go into your bathroom now. Yeah, I just say I'm a woman. I can go into your bathroom now. Thank you, Joseph R. Biden. And thank you, John Connor. I appreciate that. That's Streamlabs. Um, you guys, the best way to support is via Streamlabs. Christopher Olson donated ten bucks. No, fifteen bucks. There you go. We've got we've got the top bigot of the chat. We are doing. Remember, we are doing a Streamlabs competition to see who's the least bigoted. 
to see who's the least bigoted person in the chat. The way the best way to support the stream and the only way to show that you're not a bigot and the only way to win the Streamlabs competition is we're going to see who sends the biggest Streamlabs. Of course, all of these will go directly to uh, the, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation as requested by Exposing Powerful Lies. All of these will go directly to supporting uh, transgender women. Transgender women. Okay, bigots. Transgender women uh, competing in women's boxing. Uh, this, all these will go to uh, directly to that. And uh, thank you very much, Christopher Olson says I'm laughing so hard. Why are you, you laughing at me? You think I'm you think I'm funny or something like a clown, like some kind of a freaking clown to you? Whatever, man. Whatever. Metal Vault donated five bucks through Super Chat. Says now that Trump is out, the Dems are condemning Antifa. Twitter started banning their accounts as well. Imagine that. Yeah, right. Well, the, the, uh, they can reopen now. The Democrat states can reopen now, right? The the uh, the virus is waning. The WHO, the World Health Organization, has kind of quietly and on the down low finally announced and admitted that the PCR exam, when run at any uh, amount of cycle thresholds above like twenty, I think they said, is very likely to reveal uh, to give you a lot of false positives. So they've changed their guidelines, right? Which would indicate that a lot of countries, if they listen to these guidelines, now I. I doubt some of them will because there's huge leverage coming from IMF. There's huge leverage coming from these international banks uh, and from these private corporations to keep ramping up the fear and crushing the economic um, uh, development of the third world. So I wouldn't expect it to happen. But what you should see in accordance with the WHO regulations and their new announcement, which admitted the PCR exam is being misused and misdiagnosing false positives, what you should see is the stopping of asymptomatic testing, right? There's no such thing as asymptomatic spread. This was known way back in March. This was known with every single respiratory virus ever. There's no such thing as asymptomatic spread. Uh, so what they should be doing is stopping asymptomatic testing, and uh, you should see a dramatic drop in the rates, and it will be another miracle of the science, another secular miracle of scientism that will be attributed to, guess what? The happy, healthy, mandatory, experimental, mRNA, um, happy, healthy medicine shots. Yeah, so th those, will, those will be the, determined to be the reason, I'm sure, that the uh, cases go down when really they've just stopped the PCR exam a scam. So thank you very much, Metal Vault. I appreciate that one. Uh, Javola donated five bucks through Streamlabs. Says, I am not a bigot. I cannot wait for my jab, jab, Vaseline, removing my genitals, becoming a woman. And destroying the patriarchy. You don't have to remove your genitals to become a woman, freaking bigot. What the hell is your problem? What is your problem? I mean, the dude from Dinosaur Jr. is a woman. And he's Joe Biden's, like, health czar or whatever. Yeah? Jay Mascus. I can't believe you. Thank you for the super chat, but I... Ugh. You're going to you're gonna have to send another stream live just to make up for that bigotry. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So... America's healing. America's back. <sighs> America's troops are going back to Iraq. And balance is restored to the force. Uh, we've got... Here we go. Politico. January 12th. Coronavirus raging. Raging. 1,739 deaths and 194,000 
New cases were reported in the U.S. on Monday. That's January 12th, right? But that's the old world. That's back, that's back when that terrible, horrible, anti-democratic, insurrectionist, orange, racist, bigot, bad man. I wouldn't even say, we can't, I'm not going to say his name anymore. That man, that man that came and did all the bad stuff, made all the bad things happen. When he was still with us, before big tech cleansed the internet of him, while he was still the president of the United States of America, before big tech cleansed the internet of him, Politico, January 12th, coronavirus raging, 1,739 deaths. January 21st, the inauguration of Big Daddy Biden, Papa Joe, Papa Joe, Papa Joe and Camel Toe. Uh, we got coronavirus tracker, not raging, no longer raging. Coronavirus tracker, the U.S. reported 4,409 COVID-19 deaths and 186,000 new coronavirus cases Wednesday. But no longer raging. <laughs> it's not raging anymore. It's just we're tracking it now. We're tracking it, all right? All right, so here we go. Papa Biden. Papa Biden signs a federal mask mandate. You have to wear a mask no matter where you go. You got to wear a mask if you're on federal property. Not no matter where you go, but masks are mandatory on federal property. And here he and is. And everyone, <clears throat> with the most professionalism, Sarah, <clears throat> excuse me, our uh, nominee for Secretary of Health. And everyone. Oh, oh, he's doing, the, he's doing one of the sins of the science. One of the science sins. No coughing into your hands and not wearing a mask. Right, so right after he, he, he signs a mask mandate, then he says this. There will be a wave of evictions and foreclosures in the coming months uh, as this pandemic rages on. Because there's nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months. Nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months while signing a mask mandate. Oh, while signing a mask mandate. But, you know what? I don't know. Let's... I don't know what you guys in the chat think about that. I don't know what you guys in the chat think about that. But um, also, I don't have a clip of it. But after signing the mask mandate, he went to the Lincoln Memorial with no mask. His press secretary was asked about it. And she said, this is a quote, he was celebrating. So the federal mask mandate doesn't apply if you are the totally legitimately elected mentally, physically, uh, healthy not better ask Joe Biden. If you're him, it doesn't apply, right? All right, so there you go. I mean, I just, we got to make sure. Let me see what's up, what's up in the chat. Hey, bigots. Hey, bigots. Hey, all you bigots in the chat. Milk Tea Alliance, what's going on? Larry Romano, we got Klaus Schwab, Dr. Klaus Schwab, excuse me. Dr. Klaus Schwab. I am Dr. Tristan Haggard. I've got seven PhDs, seven honorary PhDs from you of me. Now, let's get into the real news, guys. Today.com. Jenny's creates ice cream flavor. (laughs) Jenny's creates ice cream inspired by President Joe Biden's favorite flavor. The 46th president of the United States has a well-documented weakness for chilled ice cream. For ice cream. There we go. Joe Biden and Kamalto Harris's milkshake brings all the girls to the yard. White, White House chocolate chip is a flavor inspired by Biden's go-to order. A double scoop of chocolate chip ice cream 
on a waffle cone. So we got, I mean, there's important stuff happening in the world, guys. This is so important. This is so important. This is what you get to look forward to for the next four years, right? While, while the U.S. government bombs the Middle East into oblivion, when they, when they uh, inevitably invade Iran, while they send our brothers and sisters, our cousins, our family to die in the Middle East, in Iraq, in Syria, while funding groups like the White Helmets, while funding groups like, <laughs> like the, uh, the Muslim Brohood, yeah? This is what we get to look forward to from the totally legitimate journalists like Erica Chase Widow. Joe Biden is officially the president of the United States. Oh, oh, oh it's just a sigh of relief, right? And his supporters are celebrating with ice cream. Lots and lots of ice cream. A day following the inauguration, Jenny's Splendid, an Ohio-based ice cream company, launched its latest flavor tailored to Biden's favorite order. According to the nationwide brand, Biden has been frequenting some of its 40-plus scoop shops since 2012, when he found a fondness for its creative confections. He and founder Jenny Britton Bauer became fast friends over their mutual love of little girl, of ice cream, of course, and over the years, she got to know his go-to orders. In honor of his first day in the Oval Office, Britton Bauer produced a batch of White House chocolate chip, a flavor inspired by Biden's favorite order, a double scoop of chocolate chip ice cream on a waffle cone. Served by, a little, um, served by the pint only, the ice cream can be purchased online and in scoop shops. Buy the pint starting Thursday for a limited time. It includes crunchy chocolate flakes from Theo chocolate and little pieces of chocolate-covered waffle cones swirled throughout a velvety vanilla ice cream. Drawing upon Biden's inauguration speech, Britton Bauer described the flavor as one that can bring people together, which was her mission when she first founded the company in 2002. Because who could feel divided over ice cream? That is... Unless we're discussing mustard ice cream. Oh, mustard. Oh, charming. This is Mouse Utopia in the chat. This is truly charming. Oh, man. I'm just oh, so glad. So the media, they go from just terror. You're all going to die. Coronavirus is raging to ice cream. Pretty colors. <laughs> this, is, this, is so, this is so over the top. But this is what it'll be like. This is what it's like. Oh, now it's now it's happy ice cream, happy gumdrop, unicorn, rainbows, and hugs, hugs by from from Uncle Joe. We are launching this flavor with a vision of building a brighter future in mind. We must support the work of bringing America together and building a future for us all. Man, this is some really like these are some real legitimate promises. That are t- I, I believe it. I believe that they're going to build a better future and also a brighter future and bring us together. Do you guys believe that? I believe it. Because ice cream, I like ice cream. Joe Biden likes ice cream. He's just a human just like me. White House chocolate chip is a flavor perfectly positioned for meeting on common ground. It's a play on Joe's favorite flavor. And like Joe... Easy to love, little girl. Uh, easy to love. It is meant to be a token of appreciation for the moment, and I hope a beacon of light and love. Wow, 
That's, that's awesome. Uh, as many Americans have known since Biden served as vice president for Barack Obama, the man has a sweet spot for cold, creamy desserts. In 2012, a photo of Biden enjoying ice cream cone, an ice cream cone in his signature Ray-Ban aviators with two $10 bills in his hand went viral and was quickly dubbed the, quote, chillest photo of a politician ever. During his campaign in September 2020, the president gave a shout-out to another of his go-to Jenny's flavors since his personalized orders was not yet available by the pine. There we go. It's debate night, and I've got my earpiece and performance enhancers ready, Biden teased, with a photo of the salted peanut butter dessert with chocolate flecks. And luckily for 46, it seems those performance enhancers worked. So there we go. Ice cream. Got that ice cream. Yeah, here's another one. Uh, the bro Bible. Bro Bible, right? Bro Bible says, here, let's see, do they have a video too? Joe Biden's love of ice cream is something every single American can get behind. Every single American. What do you, what do you hate, ice cream? You don't support your president? What do you hate, ice cream? <laughs> you don't like equality and science and ice cream? Look at that smile. Joe Biden, who's now officially the 46th president of the United States, doesn't just like ice cream. No. Joe Biden loves ice cream. While it's impossible to know where it ranks compared to his affinity for little oh, for aviator sunglasses, the state of Delaware and Sodom no, uh, and riding Amtrak, the man's love of abortion of frozen dairy treats seems to know no bounds. It's hard to imagine anyone who hasn't cursed, who hasn't been cursed with lactose intolerance, would disagree with what I consider an objective fact. Joe Biden is a pet. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I skipped a lot. Ice cream is fantastic. That's one of the least controversial statements in existence. And if you somehow object to it, you're basically telling me to disregard any opinion you have on any topic. I love to racism, bro. Oh. I love- <laughs> All right, here we go. Andrea. Andrea or Andrea. Because because we're in in in, Camel, in Joe Biden and Hamilton Harris's America, I will say it in with a Spanish accent. Andrea, Andrea, thank you very much for this super chat, Andrea. I am assuming that you are of the Latina persuasion. Thank you very much for the for the super chat. I am sorry if you are not a Spanish and you do not use a lisp. If you are perhaps from Mexico and you do not use a lisp. Thank you very Andrea wins the super chat competition so far. Big old fat twenty five buck donation via Streamlabs. Thank you very much. That's gonna go right to Joe Biden's ice cream fund. Okay? It's gonna go right to buying Joe Biden forty thousand dollars worth of hot dogs delivered straight from Chicago to the White House for a late night party. Um thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate everybody who does support the stream here, guys. Uh I, I'm not joking when I say, I'm dead serious when I say these streams happen because of you guys. Your support keeps these streams going. Your support keeps it going. So there we go. I don't, I don't know if I can read much more. Look at Joe Bible. Oh, he just loves the ice cream. Bro Bible. Look at that double fist and dual wielding. 
Joe Biden. Joe Biden up on the ice cream. Let's see what what else is bro Bible. What's trending? Video game sports. Video game sports. There you go. Joe Biden loves ice cream. We've got the Daily Meal inauguration day menu. What to make based on Joe and Kamala's favorite foods? There's about to be a lot of ice cream. In the White House. <laughs> this, is, this is journalism today, guys. This is journalism. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. America heals. And Joe Biden. What's going on here? <laughs> Joe Biden is helping the healing. He's, he's chilling out. He's chilling out. You get it? Because he likes ice cream. Chilling out. The the hot coals of tension in America. And, and this is what we get from the media. Right, like how many, if I if you just search, let's see, Joe Biden ice cream. Let's search Joe Biden ice cream in, oops, excuse me, news. Look at all these two days ago. Joe Biden loves ice cream. Mansfield News. Pop sugar. Everybody, look at all the same article ran on like 10 different CBS Philly. Ice cream jubilee debuts flavors inspired by President-elect Joe Biden. Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. So <laughs> People.com runs the same article. Look at all this. This is, this is journalism. All the times Joe Biden's love for ice cream melted our hearts from E! Online. <laughs> what a joke. But look, let's search. Let's... Donald Trump. McConnell privately says he wants Trump gone as Republicans quietly lobby him to convict. Organizers of Trump rally have been on campaign's payroll. What's next for Trump? And Trumpism. Ugh. Trump should not get intelligence briefings. After Donald Trump, the last thing we need is unity. Republic oh, that's Jacobin magazine. Yeah, they don't, they don't they want more chaos, right? The Jacobins, the Marxists want more chaos. A total failure. The Proud Boys now mock Trump. But then let's, let's search Joe Biden on Google News and see what it gives us. President Biden's Rolex is a bipartisan affair. Looks like Joe Biden got a new watch to celebrate his big new job. <laughs> what? <laughs> then candidate Joe Biden made a secret hospital visit to meet a wounded police officer. Look at just this hero. This hero. Except Texas, racist-ass Texas. Trying to sue Papa Joe? This is this is news. Bloomberg. Shut up. You think I'm going to pay you, Bloomberg? Shut your mouth. You really think you really think anybody's going to pay you for this shit? Here, just refresh it, and then there we go. Little trick. Nope, it doesn't work. Joe Biden's watch. <laughs> His Rolex is a bipartisan affair. Top stories on Google. Looks like Joe Biden's got a new watch to celebrate his big new job. Joe Biden rocking that bling bling. Ugh. Ugh. All right. So there we go. Healing. We're healing. Do you guys feel it? Do you feel the heal? Ah. Ah. See, every time I drink that milk now, I know. Joe Biden also likes things that are made with milk products. 
like ice cream, yeah? And pizza. Pizza also uses milk because cheese is in pizza. Did you guys know that? That's right. Joe Biden is just like you. He's just like me. He's like all of us. I like ice cream. Do you like ice cream? I also like Joe Biden. <laughs> and watches. I love soy boy. I love soy boy. Because I love soy. I can't believe this. I can't freaking believe this. Well, I can't. I can't believe this. I just. We just got. Oh my goodness! It's true. The healing begins. The healing continues. And we. I have to say, guys. I'm thinking. This might be another. I'm gonna go ahead and attribute this to Joe Biden. We got the biggest super chat. We got the biggest, fattest super chat. The biggest, fattest single super chat via Streamlabs that we have had. I, I feel ten feet tall right it's now. It's perfect one, huh? Strong as an ox. Ten feet taller. Thank you, Stevie Janowski. Look at that. Setting an example for all of you bigots. We got somebody who most definitely does not take the streams for granted. And, uh, you know, I, I don't take the audience for granted. I don't take you guys for granted. And I want to thank you very much, Gregor. I'm assuming this is from his, his flatulenceness. His fla- excuse me. His flatulenceness himself. The Dalai Gregor. Uh, has donated a big old fat 250 Biden bucks. 250 Biden bucks and just says it's true. It's true. Is what true? That I like ice cream and I like Joe Biden? <laughs> um, thank you very much. You win. You win the Super Chat competition. Gregor. Look at those. Look at that smile. Thank you. You must be an essential. You must be an essential or you must have bought Bitcoin in 2012. Which I should have done too. Dude, <laughs> I've, I've told this story before. In, in 2009. We're back. We're back. Another. Look, I'm back. Thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Joe Biden and Kamala. Um, again, Gregor. Throwing that big old fat super chat. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, man. Um, there you go. That's that's what's up. We got we getting some getting some big love from the stream, from the chat via Streamlabs, guys. Thank you for the support. Best way to support is via the Streamlabs link, the link down below. But uh, yeah, you all you essentials out there, thank you for supporting this non-essential. All you all you crypto riches, all you crypto rich folks, who who listen to Max Kaiser <laughs> like nine eleven. Max Kaiser on Infowars in 2009 when Bitcoin, Bitcoin was not a dollar in 2009. Bitcoin was like nine cents in 2009. It became a dollar, I think in 2012 or 13. But I had a buddy, I had a buddy who was like, dude, you know what we got to do? Check this thing out. It's called cryptocurrency. You can buy drugs and hookers on the, no joke. He's like, you can buy drugs and hookers on Silk Road and you can mine this stuff. You can set up a mining rig. We should go to the dorm rooms and pay very small amounts of, like, he was like, oh, pay them in like weed or something <laughs> and pay freshmen to run mining rigs in the dorm rooms and we can mine this stuff and it's going to be worth a whole bunch later on. I'm like, dude, this, this is a trap. There's no way I'm getting involved with you with this. And uh, he ended up losing the, the hard drive, I think, that he had that initial Bitcoin on. But anyways, yeah, that, it's really funny to see it now is like 30,000 now it hit 40. It's crazy. 
I'm not like one of these people that thinks that Bitcoin is going to save the world, by the way, either. But, um, yeah, so anyways, we got, we got some, some big super chats there. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Gregor. Thank you, everybody who supports the stream. We got some regulars in here. We got some new faces in here. And uh, we got the healing. The healing is happening. The healing is reaching all the way down to South America. The healing is reaching all the way into Elmo's. Elmo's bedroom from Joe Biden's office, uh, and we we got to learn. We got to check in with Elmo. This is uh, this is mandatory. We got to check in with Elmo at least once a week. Let's see what's going on in Elmo's world. Whoops, Elmo. Elmo just lives in this totally fake crayon driven drawn world, right? Elmo. Elmo's this like half baked little little tarred doll. That is all alone, right? Elmo's world. Look, there's no one else except Elmo. Elmo alone in his house. Alone in his house. Doors closed. At least he's allowed to have a window open, right? His dad must be an essential. Alone in his house. This is Elmo's world. Oh, hi. La, 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 I sing like a toad. I live all alone. And I am an example that the media wants you to mimic. Alone in my house. Living in a fantasy we told world. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I, I, I called this last stream. Quote me on this. By 2030, Elmo will be the only political pundit. He'll be the only one. The only one you're allowed to listen to legally. Look, and look, so he's in his house, and then it starts transforming, right? He's in his room, and it's just covered in, you know, uh, consume, consumer posters, toys, all right? Just fantasy world already, but then it transforms, transforms into a digital drawing fantasy world. Wow! Wow! Rachel Levine person, <laughs> draw that, that dinosaur junior trans chick <laughs> or dude, or whatever. Um, look at this. Look, I got. Just stop your buffering. It buffered again. It buffered again. I don't know where it. I don't know where it cut out. I don't know how long it was actually cut out, but I looked down and there's a little red light in OBS. 
But I'm back. I'm back. And we got we got the big guns coming out. One of my favorite channels, Vegan Phobic. Dude, dude you're not. <laughs> That's racism, man. I love what? to racism, bro. Whoa, whoa. We got vegan fun. And then vegan gains skipped over the part where <laughs> where he asked me how much how much do uh, how much do you bench when he tried to when he tried to challenge me to a fight and he asked me how much you bench and I told him three jasmines <laughs> and he skipped over that. <laughs> then you. Somebody in the chat asked him, why did he skip over it? He's like, no, I didn't. I, you see, I didn't. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. So, guys, check out, check out Vegan Phobic's Vegan Gains call-out video. It's super funny. And then check out Vegan Gains roasting Vegan Phobic. And by roasting, I mean Vegan Gains comforting himself while watching Vegan Phobic's video about him. So freaking gold. It's so good. Um, so I, I'm on it. I get so I get to hang out with some of my favorite channels. Some of my favorite channels could be, be dropping super chats. Vegan Phobic donated a big fat hundred dollar Biden bucks. Says my UBI stimulus check just came, and I'm excited for mass immigration and higher taxes during a time of massive job loss. Well, those are non essentials, right? And record homelessness on the horizon. Biden will build back better, more tent cities, and government dependency. I I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree. So pretty soon. I'll be I'll be forced. I mean, once the U.S. Uh, really gets back on the, on the foreign policy train, maybe they'll send freedom here to Ecuador, and I can join a migrant caravan and come back to America and go full circle. Uh, Michelle Lowe is for the a healing of America. We know Michelle Lowe. Thank you very much. Uh, so yeah, so what, I, I'm hoping veganphobic. If everything goes well, uh, maybe uh, Uncle Joe, our totally real, legitimately elected president legitimate real president uh of the united states of america if he gets the 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 u.s foreign policy back on track maybe some freedom will come to ecuador and i can uh, be forced into a migrant caravan and uh and take the southern entrance back to the united states i would uh, i would be honored and i'm honored to have you up in the chat guys check out vegan folks channel thanks dude i appreciate that um where's my stimulus check i i get i get we get two rounds of stimulus checks, and I haven't gotten one either time. What's up with that? What's up with that? My wife got one, but I didn't get one. Where's my Where's my check? Where's my check? I gotta I gotta figure this out. So we got we got some more essentials showing up. Jerry Brooks, he must have got that that UBI check, or maybe he's just an essential. Jerry Brooks donated five bucks. Says, Are you on any other platforms? Rumble for when they shut down any thoughts that don't agree with the liberal rhetoric. Why would they shut me down? I'm trans. I'm trans vegan. Uh, it seems more like a when than an if, you know, right? I hope that free speech is not killed, but looks like it will be. White man bad, white man, white bald man real bad. That sounds sounds about right. I agree with that. White man and white bald man super bad. Um, you hear that, YouTube? I denounce all people that have penises but don't identify as female. Can I stay on YouTube now? Can I please stay on YouTube now? Uh, all right, we do. Uh, in all seriousness, I do have a library account over on Odyssey or a library. And I'm going to start maybe putting that link up. So I do have an Odyssey slash library account. Here, let me pull it up and you guys can see it. Um, Odyssey Prime Alleged Health. Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at Prime Alleged Health. That is my, that is my channel over there. 
I've got a whopping 53 followers, a <laughs> whopping 53 followers. And uh, But I, I, I think I'm kind of hopeful about this one. I should get on Rumble. Rumble is the next one. Rockfin is coming. We've got this on the list. We're trying to, uh, we're trying to branch out into some of these other platforms. Uh, I've always hated DLive, and DLive's been deplatforming people too. But, um, you know, I don't know. We, we've always been safe here on YouTube. I mean, me, I, me being trans, trans-vegan... Um, and I'm like a woman or something, whatever. I'm, I'm like a woman. I'm a black woman, um, and I'm Indian. Um, so, and my children are Ecuadorian. So, you know, maybe I'll be able to stay up on the YouTube. But you know what? What what usually comes hap- uh, comes first is demonetization, full demonetization, which is I've I've actually I don't even I don't even select monetize I don't even select to monetize my newer videos. I think that might actually help. So we still are allowed to accept super chats from YouTube, but don't send them through super ch- uh, through YouTube, please. Continue, guys, to support via Streamlabs. That's the best way to support. There's a link right there. That's the way to support the channel. Streamlabs link right there. Um, support via that route, not through super chats, because we cause screw YouTube, screw YouTube. But yeah, this is my channel up on Odyssey. I'm gonna put a link in the description of this video right now. To make sure that you guys can, uh, you guys can subscribe over there. The link will be. Uh oh. The link will be there. Hold on. Where's it at? Where's it at? Oops. All right. I'll put it in. In due time, I'll put it in. I'm ta- it's taking a moment to uh, to load here, and it's sh- weird. It's showing showing the wrong description. Dang it! Anyways, yep, we're on Odyssey. Go subscribe there. Actually, our, our channel gets mirrored over there, so it ends up uh, all of the uh, stuff that we put up on YouTube gets mirrored over there. Odyssey. Which is cool. And, uh, but yeah, nobody really uses it. Compared to YouTube, the audience there is very small. But it will grow with time. If you guys go ahead and subscribe over there. Uh, if we do get kicked off YouTube, which I, I hope it doesn't happen. Um, so there you go. I'll just call it Backup Channel. Library slash Odyssey backup channel. That's what's up. Go over there and subscribe. Uh, another way to see what we're doing and always be in touch and support the work we do and get our support is to become a member of our website, primalitchhealth.com slash membership. Uh, we do have a Patreon, but we don't. I don't like what Patreon has been doing the last few years. They've been deplatforming people too, but we do have a Patreon option. Uh, I don't put the link out there because the best way to become a member is just go through our website. And you can become a member and get in on our weekly coaching calls. That's a good way to do it, too. So um, there we go. we got the Odyssey channel. Odyssey, Odyssey slash library. That's a good place. We are backed up over there. All right. So let's, let's go back. Should we finish with Elmo? I think I'm done with Elmo. The train! It's Joe Biden's hand holding a... Ice cream cone! Hee-hoo! <laughs> okay. All right, Elmo. 
Thank you very much, Elmo. So yeah, we got we got Joe Biden's watch. We've got Elmo. <laughs> this is this is the the level of political discourse that will be socially acceptable moving forward. You guys better recognize better recognize the uh, the good grown ups have spoken. And Joe Biden is the anointed one and he is he's healing America. Apparently. But it's gonna it's gonna be a while. Free diets, retail analysis shows. And we saw the same thing in the United in the United States, right? When all the food shortage talks started happening, when the shelves were being emptied, people were not going for beyond meat. People not were not going for uh, flaccid limp beyond sausage. People wanted real food. People know what real food is intuitively. If you put out a beyond burger and a real burger to some dogs, what's up, dude? <laughs> How's it going? Oh, my kids outside. Um, you put out a Beyond Burger next to a real burger. The dog is not going to eat the Beyond Burger. It's going to eat the real burger. If you put out some real milk next to some fake oat milk, a dog, a cat, any animal will take the real milk and will not take the fake processed oat milk. It is what it is. People understand what real nutrition is especially people in third world countries. When you look at how people live, when they're actually living off of their own land, the foods that they prioritize to produce are animal foods. That's why people keep guinea pigs. People in South America have been doing guinea pigs in the Andes for thousands of years. It's not because they just weren't educated enough to realize that all you need are plant foods. These are people that were growing thousands of different varieties of potatoes. These are people that were growing foods like yucca that had thousands of different varieties of, uh, of maize, of corn. I might have to turn my lights on in here. It's getting dark. Let me turn the light on real quick. Um, these are people who understand. These are people who understand which plant foods are edible, what needs to be done to certain plant foods to make them edible, and they still prioritize the production of animal foods. That's because animal foods are the most important and nutritionally complete foods for human beings. Whether that be shellfish or fish for coastal people, crab, lobster, or ruminant animals for those who live in areas where you can graze animals. Animal foods are always prioritized in every single culture throughout history. Yeah? Brits turning away from meat-free diets, retail analysis shows. The proportion of British adults cutting meat from their diet dropped significantly in 2020, according to new research. Now, this is not what you're hearing. This is not what you're hearing from Bill Gates. It's not what you're hearing from uh, CNBC and these pundits telling you, Oh, Beyond Meat, if you don't invest in Beyond Meat, you're not investing in the future. Jim Cramer, was that another guy? Beyond Meat is the future. These people tell you that the fake slop is the future, but people really don't want that shit. They have to be brainwashed into eating it. They have to be guilt-tripped into eating it. Data on retail sales from analysts Mintel explained that the pandemic proved to be a temporary setback for plant-based products. The number of Brits actively reducing and not eating meat in their diet has reduced from from 51% of all consumers in 2019 down to 41% during 2020. 
Meanwhile, in search of familiar foods, sales of meat products have skyrocketed by 18% during 2020. Hmm. Hmm. But, Oatly, <laughs> check out these ads from Oatly. Now, this ad got some pushback, and Oatly actually made it unlisted. They unlisted the ad. Here it is. What have we here? Cow's milk. Really? Wow. All right. That's that's supposed to be an ad to get you to buy their product. Really? This boomer, <laughs> this dude, this boomer tries to sneak some cow's milk into his fridge and his creepy little bride of Chucky looking son, smug little British son, really, really cow's milk. This is their, this is their ad campaign. Need help talking to dad about milk? The original. Oatly. Help dad. Help dad. Guilt, guilt trip your dad into buying you fake milk. Oatly's help dad advert is a nasty attempt at fomenting generational war to aid the company's sales. This is from The Grocer. <laughs> Joanna Blythman. Actually, a shout out to Joanna Blythman. She actually does really good work. She doesn't just write for The Grocer. She is actually a legitimate um, journalist. and uh, You can follow her on Twitter, Joanna Blythman. Oatly's helped ad advert is a nasty attempt at fomenting generational war to aid the company's sales. A taste for cow's milk is seen as dad's dirty little secret. He must be outed for his perverted addiction and browbeaten into drinking fake milk instead. Oatly's dad looks more like an out-of-shake, daughtery granddad than a bone-healthy active adult who sensibly includes one of nature's most nutrient-dense foods in his diet. He is a shambling, sneaky old codger who deserves to be shamed by his sneering, demeaning, righteous son. This is a great article, Joanna. Uh, the sinister teenager in question reminds me of the stereotypical public school bully, a woke version of Malcolm McDowell in the film If, who pitilessly torments the vulnerable. His character has more than a hint of the creepy children in John Wyndham's sci-fi classic The Midwitch Cuckoos. Uh, Cuckoos. A book that warned of the generational conflicts of decades to come. Midwitch's children grow up too fast and their minds exhibit frightening abilities and give them control over their seniors. This is a plot line that fits Oatly's Money with Menace's marketing maneuver snugly. It exploits that crude Greta Thunberg-style positioning of all older people as planet thrashers and all young people as planetary saviors. Oatly's creatives want to use this false framing to build a brand that is no stranger to controversy itself with its choice of investment partner. Perhaps... If you believe that you are being Sorry. gaslighted... Yeah, we're being gaslighted right here. Um... Uh, perhaps poor old dad's humiliation will help Oatly cancel the resulting calls for a boycott. The databases of this advert, the dairy and meat industries, emit more carbon dioxide equivalent than all the world's planes, trains, cars, boats, etc. combined, rests on cherry-picked, highly partisan source. 
By contrast, a 2018 FAO report concluded that direct emissions from transport account for 14% of all emissions from human activities, while direct emissions from livestock account for 5% of the total. So apart from giving him a lesson in manners, I would love to see this young man being taught how to interpret statistics so as to avoid making wildly inaccurate statements. He has so much to learn, and Oli is exploiting his ignorance. Now, the only thing I would call into question is the assumption that these, uh, uh, this carbon um, virtue signaling, this carbon quantification is valid in the first place. It's not. All right? This whole thing about carbon dioxide being bad is complete bullshit, is complete nonsense. Carbon dioxide is a gas of life. This is what you exhale. Carbon dioxide is what your children breathe out. These people are demonizing an essential gas. Right? You, when, when you build a greenhouse, right? I mean, they talk about the greenhouse effect, right? You know why people build greenhouses? So that they can make plants grow better. <laughs> Carbon dioxide is not bad. Right, so this, uh, this whole quantification, social credits, carbon credits, BS is absolute nonsense. And we need to be attacking this at the root because they're trying to sell us on this uh, uh, carbon credit, carbon tracking system, which is essentially Chinese social credits based on your environmental sins. And it's nonsense. But uh, yeah, no one wants your shit, Oatly. Right? Oatly is this like multi-billion dollar corporation. I think they're out of Sweden. No one wants their crap. No one wants your crap. You've got 3,000 subscribers on your YouTube channel. Oatly. Look at this. Oops. Has it ever happened that you were going to buy regular cow milk, but instead you came home with plant-based milk? No. no. Never? No. no. But it, it can happen that somebody puts an Oatly okay. in the wrong place, and I'm not looking, so if you are very stressed, it could happen. <laughs> I could okay. buy it on accident. And they focus on this portly old woman. Like, oh, she's so, look at this, look at this old boomer. She doesn't know what's cool. She doesn't even listen to Billie Eilish. She probably doesn't even pop Zannies. She's not cool at all. She's never even smoked Oxys, right? Like this, this, the generational divide, remember, this is a way to break up families. This is a way to stop the knowledge transmission through the generations. And this is a technique that has been used by Marxists, by revolutionaries, many times in history, breaking up the generations, pitting them against each other to destroy families. So it is if someone, some customer yes. change and they put yeah, it, yeah. you have it like this in the store. Yeah. And this or more it. like this. And I just see and I just take something without looking. Okay, because you want one in the yeah. back. Because yeah. this is better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you are very stressed, mm. it could happen. Mm. What? All right. So and again, they, so these people, they try to sell this, this oat milk. Like it's... Like it is some sort of great, amazing thing. It's so good for the planet. It's so well, good again, for I'm bigger and stronger than you, so I won't worry too much. It's so good for the planet. Look, here's raw cow milk. Right? My cows are grazing outside. Let me show you. Let me show you how this works. Here's raw cow milk. Guess what they eat? You see that green stuff out there? That's what they eat. 
You can actually see one of my cows. Oh no, it's behind a tree now. One of my cows is back there on the neighbor's property grazing right now. Yeah? So she's over there grazing. She's going to take inedible shrubs, inedible herbs, grass that human beings are unable to eat, that we can't digest. She's going to take that. Let me fix my... The, the, the sun's going down and the... Uh, Video's looking all funky. There we go. How do we get that? It's too bright. Ah, not bright enough, maybe. All right, that's probably better. I'll turn this. How about that? No, it's that side. Where's that light coming from? Too much light from that. Right, that's better. So, this inedible shrubs, grass, human beings can't digest it, cellulose, turned right here on site into bioavailable protein, fat, and carbohydrate. All right, then we can turn that into cheese. We can store that indefinitely as cheese. We can age that cheese for two years. All right, but here's how you grow oats and harvest oats. Look at this giant machine. Now, first of all, that soil is going to be tilled, which is going to release tons of carbon into the atmosphere. Again, carbon is not bad, but my animals actually sequester carbon into the soil. They create living roots and perennial roots that are going to create more grass, allow more grass to grow. Uh, this combine harvester, not only is this displacing tons of wildlife, uh, but they also had to till the soil. They very likely sprayed this with chemical fertilizer, NPK fertilizers. Uh, this giant machine made by John Deere requires how many mined minerals all right, how much transport is required from this point of harvest to where it's then processed into just oats. And then after it's pulled out of its husk, then they're going to go and they're going to bring it to the Oatly factory and turn it into oat milk. Where they're going to basically blend this up with some water and throw some uh, flavorings in it, throw a little bit of sugar in it, some maltodextrin from GMO corn. And then they'll call it oat milk, right? Well, I've got a cow that just walks across the grass. And if using proper grazing techniques, you can create much more carbon sequestration in the soil. Deep, black, loamy soil. No requirements for machines. No petrochemicals. right? Uh, uh, no hydrocarbons burned. No necessary mined minerals. No transport at all. This walks. I walk over and I get the cows in the morning. They come here. I milk them into a bucket. And then we've got enough calories to support our family. We could live just off of the dairy that we produced here if we needed to. Now, we would, of course, also be, if we were just wanting to live off of food, just off of our own land, we would also be butchering small animals and probably using guinea pigs and whatnot, raising guinea pigs, maybe bunnies, maybe uh, rabbits right, for protein. Now, we don't need to use any of these machines. We don't have to transport any of these things. These huge corporations are telling you that that's unsustainable, but this is good, right? Combine harvesters that are going to not only displace a bunch of animals, right, pesticides that are going to kill tons of insects, but also these things regularly thresh up small animals, Field mice, snakes, rabbits, voles, 
There's a whole crop protection industry. Shout out to Garland Farms. Done a lot of great videos on the crop protection industry. Which is an entire industry that's all around protecting crops from pests. And killing them. Alright, so less animals die to make this. No mined minerals. Zero transport. No hydrocarbons needed. Local animal foods can be produced in your local environment, but these people want to upscale. They want to scale up industrial agriculture, push small family farms off the land, and feed you maggots. I'm not joking. They want to feed us maggots. Maggot-like worms, safe for humans to eat. Food Safety Agency, New York Post. Bugs are safe for humans to eat, says EU. Overcoming the yuck factor could determine whether Europeans embrace edible insects. Oh, the Wall Street Journal. Eat the bugs, bigots. Bugs head for European menus after mealworms get green light. All right, so mealworms grown in a factory fed corn and soy. Good. You raising animals on your own land, bad. How, how, how mad is this world? How insane is this world? How insane... Are these vegan whacktivists, right, who are directly assaulting people's ability to live off of their own land, to actually regenerate the soil on their own land, to actually oh, eat nourishing food that they produce in their local environment. They're attacking that, and they're telling you, eat the oat milk. Eat the oat milk. Because real milk is mean and bad. <laughs> this is madness. All right, so let me come over here. We've got a couple super chats. Thank you guys for supporting. Thank you guys for supporting this uh, this this lowly non-essential here. Uh, you got you guys are gonna help me not have to transition to uh, to growing Monsanto corn and soy to feed mealworms. <laughs> Thank you for supporting. We're all about local animal food production. All right, so support your local farms. And thank you for supporting the work we do. Juan Chavez donated five bucks. Says, I work for the company the aviator Biden pick was taken. So thanks for the laugh. Um, where'd it go? They fill my frozen, bigoted heart with joy. Can you recommend food conspiracy books? Will you and Jay ever cover the esoteric stuff like spirit cooking? Thank you. Juan Chavez, you want to learn a little bit about what's going on with food production? One of the most important books on the sad state of the agriculture industry and why we're seeing what we're seeing now. This is a book that I was about to reference in the next segment when we talk about Gil Bates, good old Bill Gates, Seeds of Destruction. This book, you want to understand what's going on with GMOs, genetic modification, genetic manipulation, <sighs> ties in with the eugenics movement, Right, Big Ag, Monsanto. This book, fantastic book. Seeds of Destruction by F. William Engdahl. Read this book. That book is crucial. Book is crucial. Another book that you should probably look at as well as far as uh, nutrition goes. Very important work in anthropology and nutrition. Probably the most important work on nutrition and anthropology of the 20th century. And that's Weston A. Price, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. Now that book is not very, you know, it's not very esoteric. It's not, you're not going to be looking at like a... Uh, you know, deep politics behind food with that book. But if you know how to read between the lines, that book is very important for understanding exactly why we see what we see right now with the demonization of animal foods, 
with the, uh, the promotion of processed refined plant foods. And you'll also understand why we see such poor health outcomes I, in I'm populations. I'm a soy because I love soy. Why you see so many soy boys. Why you see so many dysgenics uh, victims these days. Food is a big part of that. Chuan Chavez. Chuan Yavez. Like how you spelled that. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, DB donated five bucks. What's up, DB? Watching after hours at work. Just showing some support. There you go. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm glad you are an essential. Um, and uh, thank you very much. Keep working hard. And I appreciate you uh, supporting the stream. We're going to keep working hard for you guys. We're going to keep trying to entertain y'all. Entertain, educate, and, uh, and, and give you guys some... Uh, there's some laughs every once in a while, right? Every once in a while, we get a good laugh. Thank you, DB. Mick Ale donated 25 bucks. What's up, Nick Ale? Mick Ale, rather. Says, God bless you, you bigot. Thank you very much, bigot. You are officially up on the list of the top donors in the Super Chats of the night. Although, we, I, I said we're doing a Super Chat competition, and the winners so far are number one, Gregor. Gregor at the top. Number two, Vegan Phobic. Oh, Dr. Coomer, Dr. Greg of the Coomer, uh, Rachel Rosser, good timing, uh, sent five bucks, says, uh, thank you for your work, glad I finally made a live stream, and I'm glad you made it too, and I'm, I'm really happy that you support, I appreciate that, we got some, uh, some mods, look at that, some of the mod squad jumping up in the chat, some of my, uh, what would you call them, my, my turncoat mods, my turncoat mods, I know what you were, I know where you were. You guys were over at Jay's stream. Shout out to Jay Dyer. I enjoyed his stream. I had to leave a little bit early. I was not able to, uh, to get to the second half of Jay's stream. He did a good one uh, reviewing that debate with Sam Harris and uh, was it William Lane Craig is that guy's name? I never heard of that guy. I never heard of that dude. But check out the stream on Jay's channel. That's where half my mods were. How, how dare you? How dare you? We share mods. Me and Jay, we share mods. It's, it's a really intimate relationship that we have. We, we share mods. Thank you, OK, for showing back up. And th- look at this. We got, we, got a big old fat, we got a big old fat super chat. Thank you very much. We got another top super chatter. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a decent night for super chats. And I got to say, thank you guys very much. Uh, we, had, we had a couple big guns coming out. Vegan Phobic and Gregor. And now In Christ donated 50 bucks. Uh, thank you very much, In Christ says, you are a soldier for Christ. The health of the body is just as important as the health, the health of the soul and spirit. You taught me this and remind everyone of it. Thank you also for exposing bug milk agenda and soy vegan cult NWO madness many years. In Christ, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, it sounds like we sounds like we got another ortho bro there. Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, the, the health of the body is important. And you know what? When, you, when we start to focus on the health of our spirit and our soul, the body very often follows behind it. But sometimes also the body gets used for our spiritual purification as well. So you know, I, th- I think it's very important that we, uh, that we focus on having a healthy body, mind, and soul. And um, yeah, we can't just focus on the body though. As you guys know, that is not where... Uh, we don't live eternally here in this body. You know, th- these bodies... They expire. So thank you very much, and thank you for, uh, for helping to remind everybody what's really important. I appreciate the support in Christ very much. Uh, appreciate that. $50 donation. All you bigots. Look at all you bigots. Look at all you bigots. We got some more bigots trickling in. Jay Dyer, is he up in the stream now too? Someone, chat, someone tagged Jay, but he's not here. 
Oh, there he is. There he is. Welcome, biggest. What's up, Jay? What up, Holmes? All right, you guys, tomorrow, manana. Well, first, we're going to talk about Bill Gates. We've got a whole section. We've got to talk about Bill Gates buying up all the farmland. We've got to talk about the World Economic Forum. It looks like I might go... How long have I been going? I've already been going an hour, almost an hour and 40 minutes. I might have to go another hour to talk about all this Bill Gates stuff. Or I might just have to uh, pull Bill Gates' name. I might, you know, I might actually do Bill Gates on another stream because there's so much to catch up with there. And I have another stream tomorrow. So tomorrow, we'll, we'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. We'll see what the bigots say. Uh, manana, you guys, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are doing a stream. We're not... Well, me, I'm doing a stream. Me is doing a stream uh, tomorrow. Not we, but me. We're gonna have a stream, a uh, a open debate stream. We're gonna be talking about the vegans. How the stream's too good; it can't handle it. All right, we're back now. We was buffering. Yeah, we was buffering. All right, we got a uh, manana tomorrow, one thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let me make sure that's correct. 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tomorrow. I got a stream, and we're doing open lines, open debate. Vegans equals coward, <laughs> hypocrite, VR slacktivists. Prove me wrong. Open lines debate. Tomorrow, um, we're going to discuss an upcoming debate. James Aspie, who you can see pictured here. James Aspie, this, uh, this strapping young vegan. Uh, highly... Uh, Highly intelligent young vegan finally agreed to debate me. So finally, one of the vegan, one of the big guns in the vegan movement, says they will debate me. So that's going to be awesome. But it's not tomorrow. That debate's not happening tomorrow. Tomorrow, I am making the case that veganism is freaking ridiculous, and that these vegans who say that they're activists are cowards, hypocrites, and slacktivists. So that's tomorrow. One. What time is that going to be? Let me make sure I got the right time. 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Now, hey, you know, we got Jay Dyer up in the chat. Jay, if you want to come on, you got, I know a lot of you guys really enjoyed last week's open lines, open debate. If Jay jumps on the stream, I'll have, to, I'll have to change the name. I'll have to adjust that name and add his name. But open invitation to Jay if you want to come up on again like we did last Saturday. That was a fun stream. And all the bigots are always begging for more Tristan Jay combo streams. So, Jay, you want to ride shotgun? If you want to ride shotgun, you're welcome to. You just did five hours. <laughs> he did five hours? Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about tonight, dude. I'm talking about tomorrow. So if you want to come on tomorrow, you can. You can decide later. But if not, all good. Um, I'll just find a new friend. I'll just find new friends. It's fine. You don't have to. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be dope, y'all. It's going to be dope. So... Jay's, Jay's going to be a 24-hour IRL <laughs> debate marathon streamer. <laughs> debate marathon, 24-hour debate marathon. But yeah, no no pressure, dude. If you want to just like just be a terrible friend, just don't come on tomorrow. It's fine. No pressure. <laughs> no, uh, but no, but legit, if you want to, you can. If not, all good. It's going to be a sick stream. You guys, everybody watching, you can call in tomorrow. If you know any vegans who you would like to see me debate, tell them to call in. I've been telling all these vegan shit talkers on Instagram to call in. Um, we're going to be discussing tomorrow this whole animal holocaust thing. These people say that there's an animal holocaust and there's a big schism. There's a schism among the soyum about the use of the term animal holocaust. And a lot of these people are, are going at 
these nutcase vegan radicals and saying, you shouldn't say that. You cannot compare the animals being killed to a human holocaust. That's terrible. And these vegans are saying, no, there's no difference. We're going to break it down and talk about how they're both jokers. How neither one of these camps have any leg to stand on with their worldview, with the assertions, with the claims that they make about ethics and morality. So that's tomorrow, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so yeah, there we go. We got, we're got. we going to talk about eating the bugs, though, now. We got the Wall Street Journal. Bugs are safe. Europeans, the Europeans say eat the bugs. Say eat the bugs. Here we go. World Economic Forum. The Great Reset. The World Economic Forum, the architects of... The, uh, this flu world order that we've seen the last year, the architects of the lockdowns praising China for, the, uh, for their amazing efforts to end coronavirus. China, who stopped testing asymptomatic people, who stopped testing people in mass altogether, and then they said, oh, look, it's a miracle. China's lockdowns worked. Yeah, and now, now the miracle's going to work in the U.S. too because eventually they'll stop testing so much. After they've already brought in all these new restrictions, the contact tracing, the, the new Patriot Act style contact tracing that's going to be used against dissidents, it's going to be justified to be used against so-called insurrectionists and um, you know, the conspiracy theorists and all these bad people who disagree with what the World Economic Forum wants to do. The World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, whose father was a Nazi who used to cross the border between Switzerland and Germany during World War II, Klaus Schwab, who wasn't voted for by any of us in the fake and gay democracy, which is a meme, right? Democracy is not real. We've all been shown this in the last year. Democracy is not a way to empower the masses and give us freedom from tyrants. No, it's a way to enslave us. To the passions, it's a, it's a way to institutionalize revolution. It's the institution of revolution, is democracy. Every four years, we got a, a revolution. Yeah, that's the problem, boomer. That's the problem, is we've got an institution of revolution constantly vying for the top of the giant dung pile that is liberal democracy. And the World Economic Forum is the vehicle through which this so-called liberal democracy, so-called free market, is now consolidating all that power into the hands of these international corporations and international banks to move towards UBI, universal basic income, rationing economy, circular economy for the plebs at the bottom. Right? You eat bugs. Joe Biden still eats his ice cream. Right? You eat bugs. Camel Toe Harris drinks your milkshake like Daniel Plainview. I drink your milkshake. Klaus Schwab drinks our milkshake. They're going to say, that milk you have on your own land, that's mean, that's bad, that's racist. But this is good. Eat the bugs. They don't even try to make it look good. They don't even try to, oh, let's put it into a powder and make a pancake and put some, uh, some maple syrup on it, right? No, that he, look, these are grubs and you're going to eat this. 
European Food Safety Agency says this is good. Look at this like satanic writhing bug soup. Oh, look, we make you cookies. Here's some little doo-doo cookies. Get you little doo-doo cookies with bug smiles. Beetle larva. Cockroach milk. And maggots. We're gonna feed you maggots. So far, Europeans haven't embraced them in their diet. But look, look at these good little African slaves that we use to mine cobalt so that we can sell you Tesla cars and tell you that fossil fuels, so-called fossil fuels, which is a made-up fake term, are bad. Look. Europeans won't do it, but look at these good little Africans. They'll eat the bugs. Look at these good little Indians and Asians. They'll eat some bugs. Like, look, there are people who have been eating insects, and they are a viable protein source, but these people, the reasoning that they have for doing this, oh, we're going to save the planet. We're going to kick the farmers off their land and feed them bugs. While we make it economically unviable for farmers to make a living off of their own land, forcing them to sell their land to Bill Gates, who just bought up the biggest portion of farmland, in the United States, we're gonna feed you bugs and crowd you into smart cities because that's sustainable and that's good and that's gonna make you happy. What? A competition to find innovative, diverse sources of protein that will satisfy tomorrow's consumers. Do you have an idea that could transform the future of protein? Whoa! World Economic Forum. So, World Economic Forum says, eat the bugs. Remember this one. These great scientists in Israel are creating plant-based meat. Look at this. We're going we're gonna to 3D print you Play-Doh steaks. We're going to make you 3D printed Play-Doh steaks. This is good. This is sustainable. But you having... You having fowl, you having chickens and turkeys and livestock, that's bad. It's unsustainable. We're going to give you... Play-Doh. We're going to give you Play-Doh meat. And look at this guy. He's in a white lab coat. So you know you can trust him. Fats, these are the components that we need to mimic in order to reach the perfect, beautiful steak. The perfect, beautiful steak made out of Play-Doh. We are going to make you all equal. Look at this. This is just like a steak. Oh, look how delicious. It is beautiful steak. This is so helpful. We help save planet. Fat, blah, even though look, steak doesn't have blood in it. <laughs> steak doesn't have blood in it. Anybody who's ever taken a primal, right, a big old fat roast, and cut individual ribeyes out of it, there's no blood in the flesh. The blood is in the veins. Right, so the, the, these people, they act like they're going to make, oh, science is going to, look, all it needs is blood, fat, and, and flesh. That's not what a steak is made out of. There's not blood in a steak, you freaking morons. So they want to sell you on that. We're going to give you Play-Doh. We're going to give you sludge. You're going to eat kibble. And you're going to eat bugs. And, and we're going to gaslight you into thinking that this is good. This is sustainable. And that this is going to help you with global food shortages. Now, what creates the global food shortages? Well, the economic policies and the draconian 
genocidal lockdown policies at the World Economic Forum, at the IMF, that they're whores in the governments, are engineering. All right, so they're manufacturing these crises to create food shortages. They're making food shortages and telling you, oh, we're going to fix the food shortages. Don't worry. WEF, World Economic Forum, also saying we're going to tax meat. A new report says we should tax meat eaters like smokers. Ruminant livestock is the most emissions-intensive food we consume due to the methane produced by the animals. Oh, methane! Lamb and beef, these animals, cows and ruminant animals, actually help to sequester carbon into the soil. They have methanotropic bacteria that they poop out that actually consumes methane. Methane is part of a cycle. They act like every time a cow exhales or a cow breathes, like it's just changing the weather. Right? This is madness. Right? This is completely unscientific. And if you just, if you just sacrifice your children... If you just sacrifice your children, give up your livestock, move into smart cities, the weather will stop changing. Right? This is the, the demented satanic priesthood of scientism. A new report says we should tax meat eaters like smokers. Oh, yeah, I wonder who came up with that report. Eating too much meat and smoking both have an impact on the public from an environmental and health perspective. Meat production degrades the environment by releasing greenhouse gas emissions. Oh, greenhouse gases. Remember, why do you build greenhouses? To grow bigger plants. The reason you make a greenhouse is because plants grow better in a greenhouse. Oh, the greenhouse gases. Look how much water per unit of protein. Oh, look how much land. The land that you use for ruminant animals is not usable for agriculture. The water that they're calculating in the production of, per, of each unit of protein, they're, they're calculating rainwater that falls on the grass to make it grow. They're counting that rainwater in there. So they're going to tax your meat. Oh, because your carbon footprint. Right? So what, we, what the crazy conspiracy theorists were saying 20 years ago, that they're going to try to bring in international carbon taxes, now this is what they're doing. The carbon tax is coming. The carbon tax is coming, and they are going to tax meat. They want to tax your exhalations. They want you to reduce your meat consumption and they want to engineer you into behavioral change. And they've been writing about this for years, tackling climate change through human engineering. Matthew Liao, Center for Bioethics, New York University, New York, USA. Here's an article about pharmacological meat intolerance. Right? What if we can engineer people to give up meat? Now, some people will not give up eating red meat no matter what, says this paper. However, there are others who would be willing to give up eating red meat, but they lack the motivation or willpower to do so. After all, many people find the taste of red meat irresistible. This may explain why many vegetarian restaurants serve vegetarian dishes with plant-based ingredients that taste like meat. Human engineering could help get there. <laughs> Human engineering could help here. Just as some people have natural intolerance to, for example, milk or crayfish, we could artificially induce mild intolerance to red meat. While meat intolerance is normally uncommon, the principle 
In principle, rather, it could be induced by stimulating the immune system against common bovine proteins. Oh, you mean like you do with, uh, with milk? When you grow these happy, healthy medicine injections that you're trying to make mandatory using casein or using bovine serum, which is used in the current slew of Pfizer and Moderna shots? Oh, you mean like you've done with eggs and peanuts? The immune system would then become primed to react to them, and henceforth eating eco-unfriendly eco food would induce unpleasant experiences. Even if the effects do not last a lifetime, the learning effect is likely to persist a very long time. So these are people, these people want to genetically modify us or help to create immune reactions and autoimmune conditions in us so that we react immunologically so that our immune system fires off and goes nuts when we're exposed to certain foods that we need for our health. So in fact, there is evidence that meat intolerance can be triggered naturally. Bites from Lone Star Ticks can make people allergic to red meat. Lone Star Ticks carry a sugar called alpha-gal, which is also found in red meat but not in people. Normally, alpha-gal in red meat poses no problem for people, but when a Lone Star Tick bites a person, it transfers alpha-gal into the bloodstream. As a result, the person's body produces antibodies to fight the sugar. The next time a person eats red meat, the person has an allergic reaction, which could be mild or severe, potentially safe, Safe, huh? And practical way of inducing such intolerance may be to produce meat patches. Skin, okay, I'm sorry, akin to nicotine patches. People can wear these patches in order to curb their enthusiasm for red meat. To ensure that these patches have the broadest appeal, we can produce patches that just target animals that contribute the most to greenhouse gas emissions so that people need not become full vegetarians if they don't want to. Another proposal from this fucking nutcase. Who's this guy again? Matthew Liao. And remember, these are ethicists. These are the priests of scientism. New York University of New York. The Center for Bioethics. Matthew Liao. Hi, Matthew Liao. He's a professor of bioethics at the Center for Bioethics, affiliated professor of philosophy at New York University. This is what happens when a culture denies God. This is what happens. How evil is this? Look at this little look at this little little turd. He's writes for New York Times, skateboarding giving TED talks in Hawaii, right? And you just imagine them shirtless all day, right? Yeah, I bet I bet Matthew Liao's imagine them skateboarding teens shirtless all day, and he, am I right? <laughs> All right, I'm getting pissed. Let's come over here and read some super chats. Thank you. Dare McAdams donated 21 bucks through uh, Streamlabs. And all the bigots, you guys are being so good. We had a few, and I appreciate the ones who donate through YouTube as well, but screw YouTube. Screw YouTube. Do it through Streamlabs. Thank you guys for the support. The streams happen due to you. They happen because you guys support them. They don't happen because YouTube supports them. They happen because you support them. YouTube doesn't even recommend our videos to people who are notified, who want to be notified. YouTube doesn't recommend our videos on people's homepage anymore. People have to go and find our videos and YouTube will unsubscribe you. So make sure you're subscribed. Hit the thumbs up and please keep supporting like your buddy Darren McAdams, sponsor of the stream over here, throwing a big $21 super chat through Streamlabs. Says, Thanks, Tristan, for all the education. You are appreciated. You and your family are lovely souls. Peace. Hey, Darren McAdams, thank you very much. I, um, I appreciate your support and I'm glad to be useful to you, man. Um, thank you. Uh, and I really appreciate that. John Connor, I appreciate this one as well. Donated five bucks. Says, I heard they will be making aborted fetus smoothies soon. Yeah, that's that's the uh, 
That's like the most, the most ethical, right? The bioethicist would say that that's just great. Bioethicist. Another idea from our buddy, Matthew Liao, bioethicist, says, making humans smaller. Human ecological footprints are partly correlated with our size. We require a certain amount of food and nutrients to maintain each kilogram of body mass. Other things being equal, the larger one is, the more food and energy one requires. Indeed, basal metabolic rate, which determines the amount of energy needed per day, scales linearly with body mass and length. In addition to needing to eat more, larger people also consume more energy. Ooh, in less obvious ways. For example, a car uses more fuel per mile to carry a heavier person than a lighter person. More fabric is needed to clothe larger than smaller people. Heavier people wear out shoes, carpets, and furniture more quickly than lighter people, and so on. A way to reduce this ecological footprint would be to reduce size. So let's just, let's just genetically modify people and make them tiny. How could height reduction be achieved? Now, they're not just talking about let's make people not fat. They're saying, how can we make you smaller? Height is determined partly by genetic factors and partly through diet and stressors. Literally saying, we need to malnourish you to make you smaller, right? Well, well, why don't you talk about race too, right? I mean, you've got Africans and Europeans tend to be pretty tall compared to Asians and South Americans. Why don't you just get rid of those ones? They use too many, too much carbon, right? All the Africans and tall Europeans, we should just get rid of them, huh? Height is determined part, uh, part, this is insane. These people are genocidal maniacs. Genetic factors and through diet and stressors, we can use pre-implantation genetic diagnosis. PGD, which is currently employed in fertility clinics as a relatively safe means of screening out embryos with certain inherited genetic diseases. So again, what is this going back to? This all comes back to eugenics, to the state, to a global technocracy controlling who's breeding, right? Lab-grown babies, genetically modified you, right? GMO me, GMO you. The state decides who lives, the state implants the embryos and selects the genetic material for their slaves. These people are insane. Gene imprinting, where one parent's copy of the genes is turned off and the other parent's is turned on, has been found to affect birth size. Blah, 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 blah. So drugs or nutrients that either reduce the expression of paternally imprinted genes or increase the expression of maternally imprinted genes could potentially regulate birth size. Also, lowering birth rates... Through cognitive enhancement. Oh, that's a nice way of saying killing people, right? Oh, <laughs> let's, let's play on your pride some more. Cognitive enhancement will lower your birth rates. What do you mean cognitive? Right, pharmacological induction of altruism and empathy. That we're going to drug you so that you just behave like we want you to behave. And we'll call it empathy and altruism. Yeah, so human engineering. We're going to talk a little bit more about this article further down the line, but this is what is being proposed. These people want you to eat bugs. They want us off the land. Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland in the U.S. Rural people are being demonized. They've been demonized for generations now. Rural people are just uneducated hillbilly hicks. They don't know anything. But Matthew Liao from the Center of Bioethics, he should decide who breeds. He will help you to breed smaller, less uppity, people so that we can stock the future smart cities of the World Economic Forum with bug-eating, teeny-tiny, 
tiny people in their tiny homes. This is completely satanic. This is completely genocidal. And these people are openly pushing for eugenics. They're openly pushing for controlled breeding, where the state controls who breeds, where the state tells you you're essential, you're not essential. When the state tells you how to worship, what you can think, who you can associate with, and what you can eat. These people are freaking insane. These people are nuts. This is completely demonic. But this is being sold to us as progress. This is being sold to us as this is good. You're going to save the planet, eat the bugs, put the pee-pee in the poo-poo, and become a GMO tiny person in a smart city tiny home in the so-called Great Reset. So the World Economic Forum, this is what they want. This is what they want, which is the exact opposite of what builds healthy bodies, healthy communities. Right? Local animal foods are demonized. The foods that we can live off of off our own land, like this milk you saw me drinking for the last couple hours, those foods are also the most nourishing foods. They require the least amount of transport. They require the least amount of input from mined minerals. They require the least amount of destructive, terrible, big ag, chemical doused agriculture. The opposite of that. The, the, the exact opposite of what these people are telling us we should do is what we should do. Right? So we need to be building local communities. We need to be building real relationships within our communities. And we need to be building skill sets where we can produce our own foods locally in our own backyard. Stephen Kelly up in the chest has just bought some local raw milk because of Tristan. There you go, man. Support your local raw milk producers. You can also get involved in cow shares. There are people who do herd shares as well, where you can buy a part of a herd of dairy cows and actually harvest your own milk in a cooperative, voluntary manner with friends and other like-minded people. You can have small ruminants in your own backyard. You can have your own production of food like birds, right? You can have chickens, guinea fowl, guinea pigs, bunnies. Yeah? You can have sheep, goats, without having to have tons of land. Uh, supporting farmers markets, which the farmers markets were blowing up the last few years. The farmers markets were going crazy. People love farmers markets. All right. You meet local producers in your own community. You get to support those local producers. You get to get involved with the production of the food as well. We got a shout out to Andy who's in our, uh, in our forum, in our private forum. Andy who called in, I don't know, it must have been maybe three months ago. Andy who's been doing really well. Big shout out to Andy. He was going to this farmer's market and he met some beekeepers. And the beekeepers actually ended up inviting him to go work, to go work with them. The beekeepers invited Andy to go work with them. So you could actually, you could even start volunteering in some of these situations. And have like a work trade situation where you're going to be able to uh, actually get involved in food production locally. So these are viable options. Viable options are not eating freaking maggots given to you by the World Economic Forum in return for 
you know, they're, they're harvesting your your social carbon credit cryptocurrency by watching uh, propaganda. Right? I mean, you can go directly to small producers. Websites like eatwild.com. You can go directly there. You can get in, 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 uh, in contact with these farms directly. Right? If you actually contact the farmers directly rather than going to the farmer's market, it ends up being significantly cheaper too. So check out eatwild.com. Eatwild.com is a great resource where you can find local producers of food. Realmilk.com as well. You can get in touch with local producers of milk and food in your environment, in your local community, and support them. All right, so we need to be building real skill sets. We need to be building real communities. We need to be consuming real food and making it economically viable for real food producers. Cut out the middlemen, meaning grocery stores included, if you can. Now, not everybody can do that, but everybody can take steps towards helping to support local food sovereignty. This doesn't mean that like everybody has to only eat food directly from their local farm. But if we want to have food security, which is being intentionally disrupted by people like these wicked demons, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, all these people who promote infanticide and genocide. If we want to have independence from these systems that these people are setting up, we have to create local distribution networks in our regions. Yeah, so we got another uh, super chat here from E. Pavlos. E. Pavlos, what's going on, dude? E. Pavlos says, hey, Tristan, just wondering if you've seen the new Jacobin magazine, Biden, Our Time. Also look at the front image. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. You want to find out? Find Ooh. out. Ooh. Find out. Oh. You'll come at me and you'll find out how strong I am eating a plant-based diet. All right, I get it. I get okay? it. Okay? You'll find out. I get it. So this is, a lot of people are posting this. This is satire from these socialists, right? They are making fun of neoliberalism, right? Now, a lot of people forget that some of these nutcase communists and Marxists actually have viable critiques of capitalism and neoliberalism. In fact, the word neoliberalism isn't even really discussed very much outside of a lot of these left-wing social critics, yeah? So a lot of people have been posting this and saying that, like, oh, look, the communists love Joe Biden. No, these people are making fun of, they're making fun of the left for worshiping these warmongers, right? They're making fun of these idiots who think, who are pretending like, you know, Joe Biden is some saintly figure going to save the world. Now, that doesn't mean that the Jacobins are correct, like, just because they make viable uh, critiques of, Biden and neoliberalism, it doesn't mean that they're like on our side. I mean, these are still insane. This is an insane ideology. Yeah, Jacobin, they are they are a communist group, and this is a satire image, but it's it's right on, right? Like it it, it came from the left and it shows that, you know, maybe some people on the left actually can meme a little bit. A little bit. They can meme a little bit. You insulted them a little bit. You insulted them a little bit. Uh, John Connor donated five bucks. Thank you very much, E. Pavlos. I, I did see that, and uh, yeah, it's, it is a hilarious image. Disgusting, blasphemous image, but it does really cut to the core of 
what we see going on here with um, with this mad dash of Biden worship. So here we go. We got another one. John Connor donated five bucks. What's up, John Connor? John Connor, big bigot. John Connor supporting the stream. Thank you very much for five bucks through Streamlabs. Says it will be mandatory to cut your pee off and donate it to a female to male uh, train for your UBI to buy poo poo burgers. Um, that sounds that sounds good. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, maybe that is where we're going. So thank you very much. Hey guys in the chat, everybody in the chat, make sure I got my mods I feel in the chat. Ten who, feet tall oh, right now. Oh. And strong as the I got the mods. I got the mods in the chat. My mods in the chat are always helping to keep it clean. You guys remember. Guys, shh, quiet. Quiet, Stevie Janowski. Remember, guys, keep it, keep it clean in the chat. We're not trying to get kicked off of YouTube. We ain't trying to get kicked off of YouTube. There's certain words you can't be saying on YouTube. So here we go. Um, Bigot donated five bucks. Thank you, Bigot. says, what made you choose to live in Ecuador? Any other Latin countries you like? Might have to go uh, get away from all the madness myself. Um, we visited Ecuador. We fell in love with it. What were some of the reasons we really liked it? Um, all right. Well, it's, it's not a perfect utopia, first of all. Uh, we know a lot of people who've come here and they were miserable and they hated it and left, right? They thought they was going to be great and after a year they were like, I actually hate this place and I'm leaving. So uh, some of the reasons we liked it, clean air, good water. We actually do like the people here, not all the people. We don't live in a big city. We live in a rural area and even in the rural area there are some people that are uh, – uh, there, there are cultural differences, we'll say, between here and the U.S., right? There are a lot of people who are awesome, who are pretty dang trustworthy, who we have great relations with. And there are other people who, you know, just there are people who screw you over everywhere, right? But uh, there are cultural differences that we thought were really good, which is part of the reason we like living here. The emphasis on family. You've got multi-generational families that stick together, right? Like the grandparents, the great-grandparents sometimes living in, you know, three, four generations in one home. People live... Uh, you know, up until recently, there weren't smartphones, but we've seen smartphones and the internet and Facebook really change the culture a lot. It's been alarming seeing what a revolutionary tool social media has become, and Latin America is being destroyed also by uh, the internet and whatnot. But the uh, the emphasis on family, um, people were very, and most people still are, even though the pee pee and the poop pope is, I'm, I'm sure within a year or so, uh, pee pee and the poop pope Francis is going to be pushing for uh, for infanticide and um, uh, but most people vary against uh, institutionalized infanticide but these big organizations Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and whatnot they're they're trying to push that here as well they're trying to get their feet in the door IMF State Department they want that population control and with the new regime uh, in the US we're sure to see a bigger push for infanticide and uh, more uh, more sacrifice of humans. Uh, of human unborn, which is unfortunate, but a lot of those things are resisted, are highly resisted here. Family is really important, and uh, we just we ended up liking it here. We ended up liking it here, and uh, that's why we moved here. What other places in South America are good? Colombia. A lot of people really like Colombia. Colombia's all these South American countries are used to political upheaval. It's another thing. They've had currency collapses. And they don't eat each other. Um, <laughs> they've had, you know, people are used to having you know, blackouts and whatnot. Um, the power goes out, everyone doesn't freak out. So there are things like that that make it viable. A lot of people like Colombia. 
I haven't spent time in Colombia. Peru, the police state in Peru is getting really crazy and out of hand. They had most insane lockdowns out of South America. Brazil has a lot of good stuff going on, but also a lot of bad. Like there's a lot of GMO in Brazil. A lot of GMO. Argentina and Chile, I would not recommend. Um, the GMO giants have destroyed and consolidated agriculture there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, Mexico seems all right in some of the small places. My, my grandparents live in Mexico, and they love it. Uh, but in the big cities, like Mexico, cities, uh, like Mexico City, it's a mess. So here, I would never want to live in a big city like Guayaquil or some of these other places, but where we live... Uh, we like it, you know. I mean, there are other places in South America that could be, that could be viable, that people could like. But you know, it's uh, it really depends on what climate you like, what language you speak, and you know, the the type of lifestyle you're looking for. Like we live real simply. We like to live in the middle of nowhere. I like quiet. I like the stars. I like, you know, I don't like no light pollution. I like fresh air, clean water. So part of why we moved here. Thank you very much for the super chat. Um, let's see what we got. Do we have any more? Any last minute donations? Thanks thanks to everybody for donating tonight. We got we got some uh, a couple like a few really generous donations. So big big thank you again to Gregor. Um, a big thank you to Vegan Phobic. Guys check out Vegan Phobic's channel. Uh, guys check out Dr. Gregor, nutritionfacts.org. And um, tomorrow, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, going to have an awesome stream talking about veganism. Talking about the veganism, the vegan religion. And we're doing open lines, open debate. And uh, you guys, drop in tomorrow. Throw some support to the channel tomorrow. Holla at your boy. Maybe uh, maybe we can convince Jay to come on if he wants to come on again. We had a great stream last weekend. But yeah, that's uh, that's going to be tomorrow, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Big shout out to all the bigots. I know there's some Jay's analysis nerds up in the house. Shout out to Vivid Mouse through New Zealand. Ten bucks through Super Chat. Thank you very much for that, man. And thank you to everybody who has supported the stream tonight. Supported the channel over the years. Um, the channel needs your support more, now more than ever. Now, I'm sorry to say, but YouTube has effectively destroyed any possible growth for this channel. So we rely on you guys sharing the videos. Uh, uh, we rely on you maybe even following me on like Twitter or Instagram. You can find the link to my Twitter and Instagram here in the description of this video. Uh, we got a backup channel over on BitChute. Guys. Got a backup channel on Library. To be the big slash man, Odyssey. The big daddy. The big man, the big daddy. Um, and yeah. So follow us on those backup channels. If you want to get notified about these streams, you can become a member at primaledgehealth.com slash membership. Or you can also uh, follow me on either Twitter or Instagram and you will regularly get notified there. There's a better chance you're going to get notified there than you are going to get notified by YouTube. Because even if you subscribe, YouTube will unsubscribe you. Even if you hit the notification, which try those things, you know, hit the like, share it and stuff. YouTube will still not tell you about these videos and they'll still unsub you, right? So we need your support and we thank you for all your support. Thank you to the Mod Squad. We had we had a bunch of mods showing up today. We had OK. We had Jay Dyer. We had Exposing Powerful Lies live streams. We got Aaron the Big Black Dude who took off. We had, uh, is that all the mods we had today? Is that all of them? 
We've got a bunch of cool folks in the chat. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for the support. All right, get out there in the real world, create real communities, real relationships. Eat real freaking food. Get out there and live your life. Later, guys.